You're listening to the 268 Podcast, brought to you by Cannings Purple. Hello and welcome to the 268 Podcast. I'm Morgan Ballantyne, your host, and joining me today is none other than Glenn Langridge, our Head of Digital, and Corporate Affairs Expert, Ray Jordan. Welcome all. Thanks, Morgan. Um, So chances are that you use Google every day, but how much do you understand about the advertising side of its business? which accounts for more than $100 billion of revenue each year. So, Glenn, the GDN is a digital platform you regularly advise clients on. So why do businesses need to be involved in it? Yeah, so the the GDN or Google Display Network, it's uh, one of Google's, well, arguably one of their more profitable um, advertising platforms. So it's run out of what's known as the Google Ads Suite, uh, which consists of search ads, so the sort of text ads you see when you type something into Google, Uh, Your display ads are your visual ads, Uh, so they're sometimes static images or sometimes they're animated, and they pretty much follow you around the internet. So it's on approximately 2 million websites, uh, which means it has just a huge potential to reach you wherever wherever you are um, on on the web. And then there's Google Shopping and and YouTube ads uh, and things like that as well. Does it listen to you like Facebook does? Well, again, depends what side of the fence you're on. It's, um, I mean, it does use remarketing pixels, which uh, follow you and can sort of continue to message to you. Um, but I don't, I don't think we should get into that today. It might be a bit too much. Sorry, whoa, whoa, whoa! What was that thing you said? Remarketing? Yeah, pixels. Pixels. Remarketing pixels. Oh, Ray, I tell you what, that's a that's a bigger discussion, uh, otherwise known as cookies, which I think you would uh, ah, spark your okay. interest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but effectively, in short, and I think we should go into that in a don- another time. Uh, but it, it just means that you can, um, it, it plants a pixel on your website, oh, sorry, on your browser, um, and then it can um, track you and follow you around the web. So are these the things where you've visited a, a site, you might be doing some online shopping for clothes, shirt, whatever it is, uh, or sporting goods or whatever. Are these the things that pop up or seem to follow you on the next time you go onto your uh, landing page or whatever they're called? Yep. In principle, that's it. That's wow. remarketing. And it works. It must do because I. That's well, that sort of gets into a whole new era, doesn't it? I mean, that's what they're paying for. But I, when I first saw it, I was a little bit cautious, but I sort of get it now. Um, and I've been on this planet a lot longer than you, but I find it quite convenient to be following stuff around. Oh, you've really come around there, Ray. I like it. I'm a pretty trendy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess that's. Um, we should touch on that then. Um, mm. So remarketing is one of the advertising targeting metrics that Google Display utilise. There's other things like um, uh, demographics, so it can pick that you're a male, you're a female, you're 18 to 25, you're 35 to 40, whatever the the targeting parameters may be. It can target you based on device. So if you're using an Apple, maybe you're a little bit more switched on than someone with an Android, and that's coming from someone with an Android. Um, Maybe it's uh, targeting where you are uh, geography-wise. It's targeting how often you use your device, just a huge suite of targeting parameters. And it's all designed to kind of narrow down um, an audience and target exact messaging to the exact right person. So you can target your ad to a specific spot and website and reach an audience and say a competitor's website. So um, if if they have GDN enabled, is that right? Yeah, that's right. So it, I actually get asked this a lot. People love it. Um, they love the idea that they can put their ad on a competitor's website or they can, uh, you know, buy space if you like so to a to a point you can 
Um, for obvious reasons, Google don't allow you to buy exact spots on websites, but you can bid on websites. So, for example, if you're a um, uh, if you're looking for investors, uh, you may want to start advertising on Stockhead, which is a really um, well visited platform for information on uh, investments. So you can use that as a parameter. So you can target on there. You're not 100% guaranteed to be there, but if you're smart and you're, you're experienced in using the platform, your chances are that you'll you'll start to appear your ads up there. So what if you don't want your ads to be on an application such as Tinder or um, some Facebook? It's, it's funny you mentioned that and maybe some listeners will be going, why Tinder? You wouldn't have ads on Tinder, but Tinder is part of the, um, the network. It's part of the Google Display Network. So um, things like Tinder... Um, a bunch of other apps, they're all, they're all part of the network. And I think it's important to be aware of that. Um, and you can exclude. So you can certainly exclude ads. You can actually exclude all apps if you want. Um, it's not necessarily advisable. Um, a lot of people run their life through apps. And uh, why wouldn't you uh, be in those spaces? But that being said, if, if you know, Tinder's not your game, you, you can exclude it. So um, initially, I see this as a, a marketing selling mechanism, if you like, as pure advertising. But it sort of strikes me that there are other uh, uh, things that can be you can use. For instance, um, you're selling communications messages or almost lobbying, if you like. So is that the type of thing you could use through this where you're trying to influence audiences and so forth? Yeah, you sure can. Uh, the, I mean, GDN is really well suited to awareness building. Uh, Reason being is that it's visual and you see it, but you don't necessarily click on it. Uh, So if you're trying to drive a lot of traffic back to your website, Google Display Network is only really beneficial if you're using it amongst a bunch of other digital tools. So to communicate a message, certainly Google Display Network is where you want to be. Um, And just expect a a less than 2% click through on on those ads, but expect to get really good reach and visibility on, on your messaging. Uh, people of my age start to, I mean, as I did initially, um, you start to see sinister connotations in, in all of this because you see it as intrusions and so forth. I mean, other other aspects of it that uh, you as sort of an expert in this field have seen and see changing? Yeah, I think people notice the wrong ad more than they notice the right ad. Uh, so when someone's seen something that actually resonates with them and they are interested it feels less of an intrusion. Um, but when they see something that is 100%, maybe maybe it's something they think they've said recently and they, you know, if you see a previous podcast, we've talked about that, um, whether or not, you know, these platforms are listening. Um, so yes, people, I think, have that perception of cynicism. Um, but I, I don't, I mean, personally, I don't subscribe to that. And I think um, my advice would be that these platforms invest billions of dollars on their targeting parameters so that they know you better than you know yourself. Um, and that plays out every day when people see these ads. So another thing that comes to mind, like you said, is money and budget. So what kind of budget are you looking at? It really it, it really varies. And I know that's such a wishy-washy answer that nobody wants to hear, but it genuinely depends on what you're trying to do. If you're trying to target one website and an audience of 5,000 people, it's going to cost you a lot more than if you're um, you're trying to target thousands um, per person, I should say. Um, it also depends whether you're looking at a, a click rate. If you're trying to encourage clicks, you're going to have to pay a little bit of a premium. Um, if you're targeting high, uh, really popular websites, then you're going to pay a premium. And if you're doing 
animated badge, you're going to pay premium. And I guess you get the idea is that it really varies. And my, um, my advice would be to know your strategy, uh, know what you're trying to get out of it, set your parameters, and then play into that. And, and just make sure you're always looking at the data, iterating and improving what's going on. Is there a next step in all of this that you see that's uh, even more complex and more targeted? So it's sort of already playing out. I mean, we could talk about the the automation side of things, and you've got programmatic advertising, which just accelerates a lot of the a lot of the bidding and the rotation of ads. Um, so it effectively puts ads where they should go and where machines know that they should go, rather than where advertisers have uh, wanted to place them. So certainly, there's there's that playing out. Um, in terms of the next steps, um, you know, there's there's plenty that are that's coming out day in day out, and I think we'll uh, we'll save that for another podcast. Great. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Hopefully now you're a better place to know your business can benefit from the Google Display Network. You can subscribe to the 268 podcast wherever you normally get your podcasts. And don't forget, for all the latest thought leadership and news from Canning's Purple, visit the 268.com.au and sign up for our newsletter. The 268 podcast brought to you by Canning's Purple.